forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. So we're back for the penultimate episode of this season. Season four is coming to an end faster than I actually anticipated a couple weeks ago. I just really kind of like think twice about it. The ultimate penultimate. To, uh, to get ready for this event, though, we've got something a little bit special. Not only do we have a large collection of guests this episode and next episode, uh, which, by the way, let's start introducing them. We've got Jim. Hey, everybody. We've got A. Justin. Hello. And we've we got, got B. Justin. Got, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say another Played Justin. by Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, hi, guys. It's been a while. <laughs> so, uh, the reason why I brought these here together is for our other secret. So, well, not secret, but more of a surprise. Uh, so this episode is, in essence, brought to you by Blackened Whiskey. Not so much as they paid us, so much as they gave us free whiskey. <laughs> I mean, I'll take Which it. Which we take you know. as, you know, payment. No, I mean, it's... It's not payment. It's uh, to taste it's it and, and... That's a bribe. It's, it's to <laughs> taste it and talk about it and so promote it a little bit. And we actually went to the... Let everyone know what we feel. Yeah. How we feel deeply. About this whiskey. So we went... The emotions it exudes in us. Whenever. You're ready. Okay. So we can write I, I poetry. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually went down to the Whiskey and Barrel Night in downtown Los Angeles last month. And while we were there, we actually ran into people at Blackened. Awesome people. Really great. Very informative. Super cute girl. That girl was, was super cute. Uh, you know, Brendan isn't bad to look at either. You know, but I was into the girl, so whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, so they actually told us a lot about this. And uh, we basically said, hey, we'd love to, bas- to take this to our, our podcast and share this with our friends and talk about way you know, we feel about it. We tried it there. And we loved it. And I, I believe you guys are going to like it as well. Wow. Looking forward to it. Uh, so everyone's got theirs. Let me just pour myself some real quick. And we have like the world's best palate cleanser, um, <laughs> Trader Joe's Pirate Booty. So I'm going to see if I can get some ASMR on this. I'm going to pour the... Ooh. Right? Ah. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was me pouring myself a glass. <laughs> Sound is very important uh, for this. I'm kind of hoping that by the end of so the So everybody sip Monica very loudly. Maybe say a haiku <laughs> about her feelings towards uh, this whiskey. I can actually do this. So let's uh, let's all just breathe it in a little bit first before I go into the background of this. Super smoke. Mm. I'm not sure about smoke. It's there's smoke. There's honey. I, I smell that honey. I smell there's that yeah. just right off the nose. Yeah, I'm getting like sweetness for the most. A little part. bit of citrus. Yeah, I believe it's brandy casks. Yeah, yeah, and that's dark. what you're smelling. Yeah, so dark yeah. brandy casks. Yeah. So, just to give you an idea about this. So, Black and Whiskey is actually a collaboration of Metallica and originally the master distiller, Dave uh, Pickerel. Now, Pickerel, unfortunately, has passed away. He actually uh, has almost been a year since he passed away. Before he left, he gave us a gift in the form of this drink. Um, now, <laughs> So, he was working on this yeah, right. towards the end of his... Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, this, 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 this isn't that old of a company. Like, at least released out to the public. I like to sniff this. They should make a candle. Ooh. You know, whiskey candles is not a bad idea. It it's really no one steal it. Patented. Blackened candle. All right, so let's let's we're gonna try this in a couple ways. One, we're going to taste it on it the way it is. Oh, I wasn't supposed to just pound it. <laughs> and then we're gonna <laughs> add some things into it to taste it, try to see if we can open it up a little bit. So let's uh let's enjoy the, the first taste. Okay. We'll go so. around the table and talk about how we like Cheers, it. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. First I wanna say mm. it's got really good legs. It's got a great amber color. Um, second thing I want to say is I have a cut in my mouth, and holy crap, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But but it has been uh, dis- dis- disinfected, so yeah, it's, yes. it's going to heal up <laughs> yeah. perfect. It's yeah. going to heal real good. Does it affect the taste, or is it just pain? Or does it's the pain a, make it's a it better? lot of pain. Does the pain make it better? Can no. you taste the pain? Yes. <laughs> um, I like how the smoke kind of just rolls off the tongue. Like, you get a really great back flavor of the smoke and the uh, the citrus. Um, I think maybe a hint of bergamot. Um, well, okay, everybody knows that bergamot doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a myth. Bergamot's a myth. Then what, what am I growing in my yard? What's really <laughs> cool, though, is when you, uh, when you take it and you still have a little bit in your mouth, just breathe through your nose a little bit mm-hmm. and just take that smoke in. Oh. Yeah. You get the smoke all the way down to your lungs. Definitely, definitely have had a smokier whiskey. 
Well, yeah, that but, abomination that Eric put together with the, what was it, McCallan? No one's, no, one's, no it, it was Doers. It was, it was a Doers event. Okay, it would Nobody. never be McCallan. McCallan's nice and smooth. Well, no, so McCallan's yeah. a single. Doers is a mix. Yes. You're, you're 100% um, wrong on that. He's right. It was Doers. Um, he, we were crafting our own whiskey, basically. Yeah. It was blended whiskey, so it was Doers. Um Blending our own whiskey. It was it was actually it and was scotch actually, and this was a, a like once. Oh, I'm a time. sorry. Is scotch not whiskey? No, no. It's very specific about this. Blended scotch. Well, so okay, but it's it's a he, the, he had a whole vial of of just pure smoke flavor, so, me, and he basically just drank it. Let me That's put this out real quick. So it was just peat. So like, it was just peat moss. <laughs> just <laughs> chewing on a big clump. So every single I'm vial, okay like this. tobacco. Yeah, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> Where can I get this? My, my peat chaw. <laughs> Every single vial at this event was represented one of the single like malts that they had basically gotten from yeah. their distilleries all over Scotland. So you basically had like you couldn't get these normally mm-hmm. because they are literally only sold specifically to doers, and doers only release them usually in a mixed format. Right. So you would never be able to taste these things normally. The pure had, essence. Exactly. And they had them all there, and then you Disgusting were mixing what he did. these these different <laughs> regional things to get the different flavors out of what the, where they grew and whatnot. And so Monica likes to throw the shit at me, the shade. <laughs> and I it will continue to happen for years and years and years. I made two scotches. Don't mm-hmm. two, two blended scotches. The He's first the one. British way. Yeah. The first one was was delicious and amazing. And then after that I had all of this scotch left over. Mm-hmm. Including a very like heavy vial of smoke, and Eric, like an alcoholic, decides yes. to just pound all of it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Did he pound the smoke like just? By yes. Itself? No, no I he mixed, mixed the them rest. all. He mixed them all into one vial, like a horrible. Person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's... You put a whole thing of smoke in there, and you're complaining about this? Yes. This sounds fantastic. It, it was. Oh. It was good, but it was a lot. It sounds like Scotch okay. suicide, like just blending yes. all the drinks. Yes. Yes. It is. I, I took I have... her smoke. The worst. <laughs> I had there Johnny Walker's Double Black at a Johnny Walker tasting. Double I think Black you and is I went through that, Eric. Double Black is like yes. the perfect amount of smoke, maybe a little too much. How is that? Okay. Really? Yeah. So the Dewars was more smoking than that. She's got her opinion. By a lot. Okay, okay. It's just like I've my had some key stuff before. So, so we're gonna take the dropper. Wait, 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 wait! Everyone has to talk first about how they how they like it. You got to talk. Let's hear Jim talk. No one Jim, else gets to talk. Hang on. What was your I, thoughts about the taste? I liked it a lot. It hits you with a lot of sweetness up front. The smokiness comes in the back, and actually, it feels a little minty uh, while I'm talking. It's weird. It's like a little mm. spearmint razzle dazzle. Or you have the tongue. tongue. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> but it's whatever like, it is, those. I like it. Justin, you are uh, one of our aficionados of scotch. When it comes to people that know the flavoring, we usually look to you. So what are your thoughts on this? Should we do uh, ASMR of the pirate's booty? No. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a big, uh, firm flavor. Uh, it's very strong mouthfeel. It really makes its presence known. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's It definitely doesn't have the, the peatiness. Uh, I, I think the smokiness everybody's talking about is like just more of the firm flavors of it. It's the spiciness of it. It's exactly. for sure spicy. But it's a very um, there's like herbal no, well, there's kind no, of. It's, it's, this is a bourbon, right? This is not a scotch. Scotches usually would have the peat smoke. Right, this exactly. Not that. Yeah. Well, this this is this is a whiskey. I'm usually and a big cast. fan of like the woodsy yeah. florals in mm. in a whiskey. And there's not any of that in this, but it's it's still very it's like you said full bodied. It's yeah, delicious. It's slightly sweet. And mm-hmm. it's uh, easy going down. I will say that that you can drink this one and then drink another whiskey and confuse the two. The thing, the great thing about this whiskey, in my opinion, is that you do have that that smokiness, as you're saying, the kind of the spicy, not so much smoky, but you also have that really just amazing smoothness to it. We're like, it's hard to basically say this is a sipping whiskey, you know. Mm. But no, it's uh, it's it's a really, uh, really amazing. I think it's a good taste. What do you think, other Justin? Um, well, I, I already talked a bit little about it before, but I'm just trying to visualize what Metallica tastes like and does, <laughs> does well, this, this one taste like me Metallica? A lot, this reminds me a lot more of, of, of Lars, um, and less like James. Yeah. It's okay, so I'm, more I'm, silky, less uh, granule. I'm going with... Not so much Hatfield? Yes. I'm going with... This song, this reminds me of the song "Nothing Else Matters." I think More this than reminds, reminds me of Enter Sandman. This yeah. reminds me of the the original. This reminds me of Black. So, yes, exactly. Right. And maybe so that's what they were going for. So, actually, so. Monica, will you do me a favor? Will you open Black up your laptop or Saint Anger? 
Maybe. Well, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go into Spotify. I don't need you to play the music so we can hear it on this because I don't want to get struck in any way, shape, or form. But I need you to look up uh, Blackened Whiskey Batch 92 on Spotify. Hmm. So. Can I just do that on my phone? Just whatever, whatever, my whatever, whatever you want to do. I, I don't care. I just want to go into it. Okay, so. Why? So the thing about Blackened that makes it so unique is that not only do they basically have a amazing way of mixing in the scotch to get the exact flavor they want, uh, but they also, uh, and this is this is specifically Pickernell's, uh, you know, yeah, Pickernell's, uh, like, specific Pickernel. blend that he wanted. Uh, and so on top of that, they take it and they put it in these um, these uh, these casks, these, uh, these black brandy casks for the maturing phase, and then they blast it with Metallica music with this proprietary subwoofer that was designed by Metallica and also um, the people at Moyer Sound. And so, so, this, so you're drinking Metallica. Well, that's the thing. So You're drinking what, literally Metallica. What happens is is that the sound actually vibrates, kind of like Mick moves around the whiskey, so it actually kind of moves around in the wood. They want to pick up more of the flavors of the, the, the you know black brandy. I feel it like doesn't this settle is playing that yeah. Mozart to, like, newborn, like to... In a way, to, to pregnant one newborn. In a way, <laughs> not no. newborns. Like to while while you're it, pregnant, it is like just putting, right. It's, it's like playing music to plants. There are yeah. certain music that they respond better to than others. So on every bottle, plants are not fans of uh, heavy metal. They actually are. Some of them are. I, ferns, yeah. ferns love heavy metal. Between two, ferns. I, I think that succulents are really more of a fan of Motown. No, you're right. Jazz. You're 100 percent right on that. So. That is so bizarre. Every batch, and this bottle right here is batch 92. No, nobody likes how bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> how bizarre. It's funny you made that joke. It was stuck in my head after you said it. So, yeah. so batch 92 um, has a different set of music played to it than batch 91 does. So if you liked a flavor, there's a possibility that when you get like a different batch, it might be, they'll still have those same kind of notes, but there'll be just a little bit of a difference to it. And the, the actual people at uh, Black and they actually say they can taste the difference. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. I bet they can. No, I always, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I always tell everybody, um, the reason why people kind of differing opinions about things like wine and beers and scotches has to do a lot with the way of how your tongue is designed and like your sensations and what you've done in your life to either deaden them or not deaden them. Uh, so there's very few people that have like a perfect palate. And those people usually work for distilleries <laughs> or wineries. But so the main thing about it is that when you taste something, you might not taste the same thing that someone else tastes. But what you taste is what you taste. And if you like it, you like it. Mm-hmm. And I love this one. But the cool thing about the music is they don't tell you who picked it. But they take turns with every batch. Band member will choose, like a different band member will choose a different song to play to the whiskey as it's maturing. Did they tell you what song it is? Though? Yes. Okay. So Monica's looking up on Spotify what the music is for Batch 92. I'm curious. And we're not going to play it. We're just going to we're going to find out what the songs are because you can literally listen to the music that your scotch listened to while you're <laughs> drinking it, which is so freaking cool. As a nerd for no, nerd pretty social, nerdy. I will say <laughs> that the level of nerdiness to this brand is so awesome coming from a metal company. Yeah. <laughs> like heavy metal. But okay, uh, so I'm seeing nothing for Black and Batch 92. <gasps> they never released it. No, so I did see earlier today when, when I was going over and looking through, I did see Batch 93. So it's in there. I think you just have to look for Blackened and you can actually see their playlists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there's the 91 that, and 93, but no. <laughs> They, they gave us an unmarked yeah. one. They just don't want to tell us the songs just yet. But you can... But I see 93. Okay. I just don't see 92. Well, I you... see 909 and 93. 909? 909. There isn't a 909 yet. They haven't broken 100 yet on the, in the market. It says 909. It might have been 09. It says 909, and then the one for Batch 93 says 093. Maybe they drank huh. too much of the whiskey. That might be the, that might be the bottle <laughs> number, the number within the up. batch. So that might be like bottle nine okay, nine. Okay, I got it. You got it. I got it. So it is Kirk Hammett is the one who selected and arranged it. Ooh. And then our songs are for whom the bell tolls. Nice. Oh, classic. Oh, very good. Very good. I can taste the bells. Spawn uh, <laughs> soundtrack from the original Spawn movie. You know, I got it from Zombieland. Oh, the yeah. opening of Zombieland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone watch the sequel? Not I yet. Not, Not yet. yet. I've seen it. It was so, that or Joker, and I chose Joker. See, I still haven't seen Joker yet. We'll, movie. Great movie. we'll get into Joker Anyways, a little bit later, but what's Small the Hours, uh, Sad But True, fantastic song. The Thing That Should Not Be, also a fantastic <coughs> yeah. song. Mm. 
Dream No More, Saint Anger, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Crash Course that was the and Brain days. Surgery. <laughs> right, yeah. Crash Course and Brain Surgery. I haven't heard that one. Me neither. And Wherever I'm, I May Roam. Okay. Wherever I May Roam is a good one. None of my favorites. To be honest, yeah, For Whom the Bell Tolls really is For Whom the Bell Tolls cool. is one of my favorites. I, I, like I think I should not be. I can honestly yeah, say good. that, like, for me, like, if I was just sitting alone in my mansion, in the library or my study, in my recliner, wearing my robe with a fire roaming, I could basically just sit there with, like, music playing in my high-end, hi-fi surround sound system through Spotify for some reason, because I'm, <laughs> I'm just a monster play, playing those... There's nothing wrong with Spotify. If I want hi-fi, Spotify is not it. You go title, motherfucker. I don't... Okay. Yeah, so, high, high res audio. So yeah. as a fan of, no, of, of older Metallica music, like the stuff before uh, James Hetfield uh, got vocal lessons, uh, which Ooh. softened all of his all <laughs> Is of his that singing. A good thing or a bad thing though? Because I wouldn't want soft for most of the metal. It's bad for me. Okay. It's Wait, some so people what? really like it, but I hate. I'm sorry. I hate it. You know what? But like, for whom the bell tolls, sad but true. The thing that should not be. Yeah. Wherever I may roam. True to my heart. Yeah, Love a, them to death. Those are classic albums. Classic, um, okay, classic. I will. I will say. I will say. Uh, at what point did he get vocal lessons? Shortly after he set himself on fire with pyrotechnics. At accident. what point did he set himself on fire? You got to give. Did me Michael Jackson do the same thing when he was on fire? <laughs> I think he got vocal lessons. I think it was pretty good. His dad so, beat them into him at a young age. Right, I yeah. listened to a concert album of him doing. Um, if nothing else matters, and. The, the album version it was after that. Justice. Mm. So, uh, so he actually it, it wasn't specifically from the pyrotechnics issue that was his facial scars, but it was the wow, uh, from years of screaming and singing improperly. Yeah. he developed nose and calluses on his vocal cords, it's which constricted the use your, of his voice. It is terrible wow. for your voice to do metal. All right, yeah. so yeah. if you don't know how to do it properly. Oop. So as I'm sure you guys know, whiskey is is usually a lot stronger in the bottle than it's normally expected to basically be drunk at. That's why you usually have it on the rocks. There's nothing wrong with having your whiskey up straight. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But allowing it to basically have a little bit of water, it will actually open up those flavors and doesn't diminish anything from it. So we actually have two ways at which you guys can enjoy your whiskey or try it out. Now we have ice cubes, which Monica will of course help us put ice cubes people that want ice cubes. And then... What I'm going to drip, drip, drop a little April shower my whiskey. What was suggested to us... I don't know about that, but I would like to use the dropper. <laughs> what was specifically said to us is the best way it's that, that April they... April shower, not golden shower. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. The best way he suggested that you, you, you example and flavor this whiskey is to use an eyedropper to directly control the amount of water you use to open it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a little bit of ice. Monica, if you could ice me with the tongs, just give me a... Time one. to get some ice. Just ice give me, to give me one you. cube. Oh, ASMR again. Yeah, right. Just one cube. Is that one cube? Oh, okay. <laughs> in case you guys don't know, that landed of, uh, ice in the laptop. Now. That landed right really on the laptop. Bad, really bad set of tongs for this, Eric. I already got my ice. I'm good. Okay. Whew. I think Jim should try the ice. Okay, no, Jim I'll... gets to do whatever he wants. Jim, what do you want? Uh, the ice, because Monica said so. Uh, <laughs> just an ice or water? I'm going to do water. Thank yeah, you. After okay. that show, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, no, I just would prefer water. So, um, I did like six drops of water in mine, and it ended up being really good. Both Justin's went for water. We yeah. we did not the classy <laughs> ones. We did not have the chance uh, to make the giant uh, Scotch rock balls to basically go balls. into the glasses. Mm. Um, but there's there's like a special technique with those where you let the um, the ball kind of rest in there and sort of kind of melt away a little bit, and then when it gets to a perfect point, you sip it till it gets to that point, and then you just shoot it when it fully opens up. And that's, that's probably one of the better ways to do it. But Oh, I thought you were talking about how to make the perfect ice ball. No, no, the, the, <laughs> to use it. That's the way you're supposed to use it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes to what? Yes. Yes to yes. Okay. The hot sauce on the pirate's booty. Oh, my God. That just brings out so much more. It brings out so many flavors. I'm going to be Good. honest. I, I prefer it neat. No, that's okay, fine. That's fine. That's that's You're the a thing, monster. though. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that's, that's the thing, though, about whiskey. I've always you preferred can. my whiskey neat. Yeah. But, I mean, I, th- I think it's always important that everyone, whenever you're trying a new whiskey, always try it both ways. <laughs> I, th- I think it depends on the type of whiskey, too. Some of course. are yes, younger, some absolutely. are older. Yeah. If it's younger, usually a little some, bit of water helps kind of Some are bottled it. specifically strong. Yeah. And you need to cut them yeah, down. If they're like cast strength, yeah. you're, you're on fire. So, for instance, like Johnny Walker uh, Red is specifically designed to be mixed. 
So that's going to be a little bit stronger of a whiskey in a bottle that you wouldn't normally just be sipping at. Because they're, yeah, they're intending for you to basically mix it with certain drinks. So, I mean, this, this one... But when here, you're in your mansion, you're not going to be drinking red... No, no, Walker. Well, I'm sitting in my chair listening to uh, Metallica <laughs> as I drink my blackened bottle. This thing is so cool. I love this bottle. So on the bottle, as you can see probably, I believe Sorry. we're going to put it in the actual title of the podcast, the title image. You can see the bottle has uh, a little sound wave on it. And that is actually the lead singer singing blackened. Nice. Uh, and that's the actual sound wave of him singing. Oh, that's cool. So that's really cool on there. So Such I find cool. that the water definitely mellows the, the front of it out a bit. And pulls the flavors out, right? The without, smoke and yeah, the... without ruining like the complexity of it. Yeah, I concur. Mm. Oh, you want me to try it? Okay, yeah, so with the hot sauce. Ma, so we made a hot sauce um, here at Nerd New Social. We're not we're not we're not selling it yet, but <laughs> it is <laughs> So it is a combination of habanero, red jalapeno, and garlic. And poison. <laughs> ah. So many people really just tasty. literally just take that from me out of that little bottle. Like, like I was at a convention giving people samples. They're all like, yeah, I'll take some. It's like, dude, you have no idea where this came from. Yeah. <laughs> it's so trusting. Right? <laughs> Really Here's good. my mystery yeah. bottle. That's such a great flavor. That's a great flavor. the garlic, yeah. And I thought yeah. it was going to be spicier than... I told was. you it wasn't that spicy. Yeah. It's good. It has more of a longer burn. Yes, afterwards. it has a long burn, but, but it's also, not like it's not like a on a on a cheese puff. Like it'll dull the spice level. Also, is that what it is? Yeah, I like it. It's really good. It's yeah. super good. It's really you get really a lot more of the garlic flavor on the cheese puff than you I do on your garlic. finger. <laughs> but uh, so the funny thing is, I'm gonna tell you what people basically say that they mm-hmm. uh, they tasted in this because like I said everyone has different taste buds. So these are the type of things people have pulled out from it and. We'll see if, if we agree. If you agree, <laughs> I'll pause each one. If you agree, just say yes or no. No long diatribes, and then just say yes, yes or no. Or... I only do long diatribes. No, you know what? <laughs> all right. So some people said honey. Yeah, I've tasted. Okay. Yes. We all yeah. tasted yeah. honey. Yeah. All right. Some people have said cinnamon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was spi- I mean, it was spicy, but I don't say. I it don't was think cinnamon is so like a spice. A cinnamony spice, not not talking like. Fireball whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. But no. there definitely is a very subtle hint of... But it's just whiskey uh, spice. It's, I, I don't think it's cinnamon. a cinnamon at all. I, I, I can I, see where they came from. I, I, right. It's a very simple term of saying spicy. Right. It's like saying there's cinnamon in what pumpkin I say about pie, that? which yes, there yeah. is, but there's what? also a lot of other notes no, in no that. No diatribe. So uh, next thing is allspice. You mean no, no long Allspice I would agree yeah. with. Allspice. Yeah, I could see. Is allspice like the kind of spice that the Allfather uses? Yes. No, the deodorant. No, old spice. Look at your whiskey now. Look at me now. Look at your whiskey now. Look at me. You could have been drinking blackened by Metallica. Look at your glass. Your glass is empty. Have some more whiskey. Yes, please. Metallica. So the uh, the next thing uh, they have on the list is clove. People have tasted clove. Okay. For sure, yeah, clove. Definitely. definitely yeah. clove. See, the allspice and the clove make people confuse the I think that's where she got yeah. the bergamot. Hey, um, you know, yeah. She made up a that's fake where I got, like, spice. Bergamot is a real thing. I don't think bergamot's a real thing. <laughs> Jim, Jim, yeah. this, this is you, by the way. You pulled this one out. And I was so definitely on you. What did he pull out? Mint. Yeah. yeah okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right at the end. I really don't taste the mint. Well, Maybe you know what it's very special taste buds that I made. what it is is it tastes very herbal. And so, depending upon like a menthol yeah. flavor, probably well, no, no, not, not menthol, but, but I like really I just don't think so. what, I meant, what I meant is like it, it has a very like <laughs> maybe it's not it earthy, clean, but, but but that doesn't mean soap flavor, in it. like a plant flavor. Can, and so we all kind of pull out the plants that we are most like the herbs that we're yeah. most I can, familiar with. I can honestly so get, you pull out a fake thing called bergamot. Oh my god! <laughs> Jim pulls out mint. I can honestly like taste the mint that he's talking about. It's kind of like uh, kind of a, a cooling yeah. effect, and it does kind of have that kind of same kind of feeling that you get normally with mint that you associate with. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with any of your guys' answers. You can taste it or you're not. That's the whole thing. Everyone's got different taste buds. Except it's for just, bergamot. It's just yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about either. I'd rather have Mont Burger, like, like a mountain of burgers. Uh, oh my god! Butter, right? <laughs> butterscotch taffy. No. No. no, no, Werther's original. I don't. Think. Yeah, I don't. here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Before I put the water in, I was getting oh, a little bit of that butterscotch. You're just making shit up. No, okay, I'm not that's kidding. Wrong. No, I'm not kidding. You're just a liar. Eric, you're just munching on popcorn. Your opinion candy is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes to everything. Maple. 
Nah, no, not really. No. No. I'd say it smells more like maple than it tastes like. Yeah, yeah, I'll give that. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah. So this is one that was actually your mouth breather. I mean, <laughs> right on maple. So there, there's definitely <laughs> something about taking a breath with a little bit of it on your tongue that just kind of really opens the, the palate up as well. Yeah. Uh, but as, as long as you don't start gargling, mm. I think you're great. <laughs> Should I gargle? <laughs> I think I'm already having the, the pain from the cut in my mouth. That yeah. would just make it well, just you know, cleaner. Yeah. So what about Sear it. this? Is what yeah. we talked about already. What about apricot? No. no, no. We we talked about apricot. You were bringing spe- me earlier. No, I think I specifically mm-hmm. said it. It lacks the fruity, floral, woodsy flavors. No, not floral, just a little bit of apricot from the brandy. The first thing that I said in that sentence, I was could see fruity. That. Yeah, I could see. See, that. that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. When we, no, you, I picked, see- you picked it out, and I was I like, yeah, I like apricot. You said yes. A little bit, yeah. I think that was a little bit stronger before the water was added, though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's lessened now, but I really still enjoyed the complexity with just a few drops added. But, I mean, that's the thing, though. Again, like, the great thing about alcohol is, is it all can taste different to everybody. But the thing about it is, is did you like it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. Oh, very much so. Right? Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Would, would you drink it again? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, if you're In fact, I did, sneak <laughs> I did sneak extra in my cup when you weren't looking, so. But I do have to, I, I would love to keep pouring you more and more of this, guys. But we do have to keep a little bit of it for next session. Why? Because we're going to taste it again with a different group of people. But if Why? you guys would like I to give me a glass of this, yeah, I, I feel I, like I we're can, a little more important. I can give you guys a <laughs> little bit more. For the penultimate episode. But, uh, right. Clanky clank. Yay. Thank so you for choosing everybody for me. Pencil ultimate. <laughs> but now, so, um, Monica, you will you... skipped me. I, I'm coming back. Well, you already got some extra. <laughs> Monica, um, will you please lead us into one of the topping points? Oh. So we're going to go into some of the stuff now. There's one that I really want to talk about, and it's the um, the, the, the Guitar Hotel. Okay, well, I guess we can go from, from black into guitars. Right? Because yeah. I think that's, that's a nice little musical segue. Yeah. A musical segue, yeah. I specifically picked these because I thought they at least connected in some way, shape, or form, or wouldn't yeah, overpower like, the taste of the whiskey. Like, you know so. what we shouldn't be talking about is children. So. <laughs> well, I took that one off. I took that one off. <laughs> um, so it's a... Gigantic guitar-shaped hotel. You want me to take over? In Florida. <laughs> I have not had enough whiskey. Okay, fair enough. So, a guitar-themed hotel built by the Seminole Tribe is South Florida's latest tourist destination. The whole thing is a 450-foot-tall building shaped like a guitar. Now, I really it, want to see this. And here's the crazy thing. It's got light beams that go up the front of it to simulate like the, the strings. strings of a guitar. You know what kills me is that they put it in Hollywood, Florida. I, does Wait, anyone else think there's something wrong with it, with them being another Hollywood in the U.S.? Yeah, how dare? Like, why would they make Okay, I think Venice, it was there first. Half of our city... No, no, I, I have no problem with this. And the reason why is because half of our cities have new in their name and are just... I'm sorry, is there a new Hollywood? <laughs> there's a lot of... Uh, like, like Paris, Texas, yeah. New York. First of all, Paris, California is spelled differently. Now was that on purpose, or did the person who named it just not? I think know the, I how to think spell the it. guy's name was Ferris, and he was not too oh. full of himself to spell it that way. And his last name is Bueller. Look at this puff! Oh wow, it looks like legs. It's got a little butt. It's the C and C side. Okay, moving I, I on. I see legs. Moving on from that. So, uh, <laughs> so apparently. Uh, whiskey has legs. Yes. It Seminole. does. It has really nice legs. Legs for this. It's thick with two C's. The Native, <laughs> the Native American tribe apparently has a, has a history of basically considering themselves very rock and roll. <laughs> and so they really wanted it. In fact, they have the naming rights to the Miami area stadium. They're the ones that they, own the Hard Rock, right? Uh, I don't know if they own the Hard Rock. I'm pretty sure they do. But they uh, they do have the, the naming rights for the, the yeah. Super Bowl uh, stadium in Miami from 2020. But um, the funny thing about it is, so they built this thing, and they also refurbished their venue for their concerts at the location, and they're going to have Maroon 5, or at least they did have Maroon 5 on Friday, because this is recorded on Monday at 7 a.m. We're day drinking, everybody. Day drinking. <laughs> day my favorite days. kind of drinking. So In my coffee. One of these days I'm, I'm just... going to admit that we're not doing these live at 7 a.m. Maybe that'll be next season. Eric, not this I don't season. know what you're talking about. I'm next just saying... Maroon 5 either did a great job or didn't do a great job because something happened. No, everyone was uh, staring at the guitar the whole time. Right. <laughs> Speaking of I'm thick, just saying, why would you thick. open with Maroon 5? Like, why not open with a rock band? <laughs> Maybe Metallica was busy. Yeah. Making whiskey. <laughs> right. 
I mean, it's this is interesting. Uh, it cost them apparently one point five billion dollars. Oh, they'll make it back. Will there be gambling? Yeah, is that a casino? It's a casino. Yeah. Okay. It's a casino. They'll make it back in like a day. I think so. I think it's, it's either a that or they'll sell a bunch of shot glasses and memorabilia for Hard Rock. But the thing is, it's so this is a a, a pretty tall building, and they only have six hundred rooms. Fifty feet is not that tall. That's for a guitar. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest guitar ever made. Yeah, Hard Rock is pissed right now. I wonder the what the biggest playable sure guitar. The biggest playable oh, guitar. Wondering. I wonder yeah. how big it is. I don't know. Just, just imagine they put like giant metal strings on so, the outside. No, no, no it's, 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 it's light, the remember? The biggest playable guitar is 449 feet. How do you know this? Wow. Okay. I'm making it up. So, oh, God. I, I was like legitimately impressed for a second. They're so, like, aw. how did she know that? You know, if you look up gullible in the dictionary, you get Jim's face. Probably. I'm not going to believe that. So, <laughs> so all I can I think about it. when I'm thinking, reading the story. And that's why you're in there. All thing I can think about when I'm reading the story is about Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> the yeah. end of that scene where he pee, the little kid is playing with the giant guitar at the Hard right, Rock Hotel, right. which I don't think actually existed. See, what I love about that movie is that, you know, first off, it's a cutesy little comedy, but the kaiju attack that they can <laughs> think of is getting a toddler to stomp around in Vegas. Oh, yeah, no, it's well, hilarious. Well, that's a kaiju attack as a normal-sized toddler. I'll tell you right now. so much destruction. Yeah, I, raising a, a near one-year-old has shown me that literally the most destructive thing on this planet is babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... Forget Donald Trump. Boom. Oh my God. Toddlers. Well, Donald Trump is a toddler. You haven't seen the balloons? Yeah, I just, I just well, looked this I mean, up. In 2007, Hard Rock Cafe International was sold to the Seminole Tribe of Florida. Oh, oh okay. My, so Hard Rock is owned. I would like to so make I a point. Oh, fair enough. Uh, you I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Here is a point for you. It's unlikely to ever betray the uh, Kurds. Okay, moving off politics. So we're Whoa, really that you're aware of. All right. Let's, I mean, I'll be impressed if she manages to do it. Let's talk. Let's talk specifically about the Joker because you mentioned it earlier. Yes. So we're not going to no spoilers. We're not talking spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. We're not talking spoilers. <laughs> no, the scene that's referenced here is a scene in the trailer. Okay. So it's it's very clear. So this scene happens right after. No, I'm just so there's a scene in <laughs> which the Joker in full Joker regalia, and when he's basically made the full transition within the storyline, where he's no longer the Fleck and he's more the Joker. So he's not Buffalo Bill anymore. Exactly. He's transformed. He, well, he's oh, still man. dancing like Buffalo Bill on these stairs. <laughs> so, and it's a very powerful scene in the trailers. It's a powerful scene in the movies, I'll tell you that. No spoilers. I'm, I'm not going to... More than that, um, that moment is very much earned in the movies. Okay. So, so before the movie even came out, people were like obsessed, memeing the idea of dancing like a weirdo in costume on stairs. Mm. So People just want an excuse. Now, these stairs actually exist. They are not a set. They are not on a back lot. They like, are like the Rocky stairs. Yeah, yeah, it was a real thing. They they exist in uh, the Bronx in High Bridge neighborhood, and they're called. They people have basically found them, released them online, put them on Google Maps as a religious location on Google Maps, oh. and they've titled them the Joker Stairs. Is it, <laughs> is it also a Pokemon Center? I would, I would hope. <laughs> but the thing that's really ridiculous about the whole thing—that must be my next article. So this causes <laughs> a lot of problems. Because because that's a neighborhood where people live. Yeah, so there's okay. there's a lot of, there's two different things whenever your something in your life becomes memed, and Pokemon players will get this from businesses that are you either basically lean into it and try to make money, or you get like grumpy old man on it, mm-hmm. and right. you're all like you fucking stop. So there's been stop a collection things that I don't know anything about. Yeah. I don't a, understand your references. So there's a collection <laughs> of things. So first off, there is the council member in the area whose name I believe is uh, Ruben Diaz Jr. Who believes that this will bring money and keeps trying to like showcase it, like sure. come check out our okay. stairs. Okay. But the problem with that is, is that he's not exactly right because what the people have been noticing is people will take like an Uber, jump out, take a picture, and, and then, then leave. Yeah, they're so not that, spending any money in yeah, the neighborhood. This is something that's going to bring money to the neighborhood. This this is a, like a, a shot for a photo op. Now, if this was like in a restaurant in the Bronx, like okay, yeah, bring the money in. Yeah. Like if it was like a mall, then sure, bringing in customers, I have to walk around the mall right. to find the thing. But this is like literally just people jumping out, taking a picture, uh, causing and a hubbub. turning around and leaving. Yeah, causing traffic So you're jams. saying Joker should have been in a shopping mall? Maybe. <laughs> I, think, I haven't seen the movie, Can but I don't know if it'll it. fit. I don't know if it'll fit. It would not fit. Fair <laughs> enough. But so one of the people that's most vocal about this, the, the dislike of this is actually uh, it, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC as they call her. As she loves being called, actually. The AOC. Yeah, AOC. 
She has come out and literally been like grumpy cat about all of this. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So I get her point. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. if people are if people are showing up and they're not actually spending money on the neighborhood. And they're yeah. increasing and they're traffic. Just, and I'm assuming that that's not a commercial zone. That's like a, a residential area. Well, so they're just disrupting the flow of life in that neighborhood yeah. without helping the neighborhood in any way, shape, or form. So I, I can understand why that would like, you know, hit uh, like home. Hey, kind of yeah, congresswoman. Okay, so, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask but though. Bothers. If it's in the Bronx, does the Bronx mean that the Bronx is Gotham? Is that you? Well, technically, <laughs> Gotham is supposed to be an allegory of a mixture of New York and Chicago. Okay, it's supposed yeah. to basically well, be a, a mixture of those two. So the best way I ever heard it described was oh, yeah, I know exactly Gotham is. City <laughs> is New York City at night, and Metropolis is New York City during the day. Oh, okay. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty but important. If you take a look, if you watch the movie Joker, it is the most depressing Gotham you've ever seen. Really? Because it's the most realistic Gotham you've ever seen. Well, that's great. I don't know. I thought the it probably matches up on point with the beginning of uh, like the Dark Knight. No. Or the Batman Begins. No, no. Batman, Batman Begins. Even Batman Begins is a more fanciful version of really? oh, wow. wow. With all the Gotham poverty City. and all that? Yeah. Even that is a more fanciful <laughs> version of Gotham than what you see in... Did you enjoy Joker more than the Dark Knight trilogy? or? It's a different movie. It's yeah. very different. It's a different movie. But okay. back so, real quick, Dark Knight, one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. Fantastic movie. Joker is not a comic book movie. Joker is a movie that shares some elements from comic books, but it is not a comic book movie. I heard it was more a movie about mental illness. It is. Definitely. That's interesting. Absolutely. But so, one of the major things that's causing a lot of issues with this, uh, it says uh, some of the people that are very adamant against this meaning of their, their, their areas, yeah, this is their home for one. Right. This is not like your movie. This is not your fandom. This is it's where we live. It's not your it's not your prompt. Okay, fair. <laughs> but another issue is is that these stairs are not exactly well known for being gentrified. These stairs are a location where a lot of petty crimes mm-hmm. take place. Oh, We're talking about muggings. Yeah. And so they're like, like people are literally going like, don't go get your meme picture in a place where you're going to get mugged. Right. But if you overexpose <laughs> the area, crime should dissipate. Well, see, that's the funny thing, because going back to the thing, thing we talked no, about actually, earlier like, about... just making I, it a more target-rich environment. So, back what we were talking about earlier with the Pokemon thing, is that back when Pokemon first started up, and there were Pokestops in parks, some criminals mm. were taking advantage of that to rob Pokemon players late at night. Ah, yeah, and they were getting into it, too. Oh they were God, they were actually terrible. putting out lures yeah, to, um, to, to pull them up in. an area. Are you serious? So, yes. for, for people who aren't Are they aware, Team Rocket? Basically. <laughs> Basically. They were real life team rockets. So, yeah. so for people that aren't aware, but when they didn't you, steal your Pokemon. They just stole your sh- phone. Yeah, your phone, your, your money, your wallet. <laughs> oh, I sometimes. Hide your wives, hide your kids. Uh, Which, so, doesn't that steal your Pokemon if they steal your phone? I mean, yes. Basically. Well, I mean, you could get another mobile device and log into your account well, from there. But you have to realize that was before. But by then, they've already mulched them well, for candy. So yeah. that's the thing, though. That was before you could trade Pokemon. Yeah. If you could trade, if they were doing that during the trading Pokemon, then all your Pokemon were gone <laughs> by the time you got into your account. So when you lure up a Pokestop, it basically draws Pokemon to that area, and any player can see it. So essentially, criminals were opening an account, luring a Pokestop, a bunch of trainers would go there to catch the stuff that, that was ready to spawn, and the criminals were taking advantage of that. I don't know so, how I feel about that. Uh, it is. means that these criminals are super nerdy, too. Right? Yeah, no, that's, that's perfectly fine, as long as you know they're or keeping it nerdy. Big jocks taking advantage of nerds. Well, I mean, they, they would learning, have to know about Pokemon. They were learning well, about okay. Pokemon, ironically. Okay, I was about to make that reference to the uh, the other guys. I, mean, yeah. I would like to. I'd like to point out that criminals are like they have the same levels of interest and such as they law-abiding citizens, but they just you know do crime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so mo- so mo- criminals can be nerds too. They're mo- opportunists. I just like to think that the nerd community is a, is a nice, more welcoming. Oh my oh god. god! They're not. Oh god, no. They're horrible. <laughs> have, you, have you have you heard of Comicsgate? Oh god, no. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna move on now from DC to Marvel, uh, more specifically Disney owning Marvel, of course. Mm-hmm. So you guys oh, have heard all the how they're very slowly uh, throwing their Marvel movies into the vault. No, no. So well, <laughs> okay, no, no. So you guys have heard about Martin Scorsese and Francis uh, Francis Ford Coppola and their statements, right? Old man Why? yells at Cloud. Yes. Yeah, basically. So uh, Scorsese said <laughs> that the Marvel movies, the superhero movies, are not cinema. Uh, Coppola said that Scorsese was being kind uh, when he said it wasn't cinema. He says they're just dis- <laughs> that they're despicable. Ha! Huh. Um, so in the weirdest thing, so Bob Iger was in an interview, 
And it literally is the degradation of man takes high road to other old man yells at clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts out with being like, hey, you know, they have their opinions and they have a right to their opinions. And that's, it's like, it seems like it's going that way. Yeah. Uh, but then the interview keeps going and it comes back around and then he kind of like is all like, like, how dare he? He's like, I reserve the right, the word despicable to someone who committed mass murder. These are movies. I like, oh, how, I mean, I like how extreme they went. Mass murder. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, well, honestly, or, I feel or like... Hitler, maybe. I feel, I feel like that is a little bit more yeah. than despicable. No, no, okay, like, so... Like, I, I can see his point. Like, despicable... So just saying that they're not cinema, that's just your opinion. That's right. like... I think it's that like they're the not opinion, cinema, man. that they're not... You know, it's like... It's like the white bread. It's not good for you. You know, it just has no nutrients. It's, you know, whatever. It's not killing you, though. Right. But then, like, saying something is despicable, that's like, well, you know, that bread will kill you. It's poison. Right. Yeah. How dare they, they sell put it as... cyanide in that. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so Iger they took advertise it, it to children. <laughs> Iger took it a little bit more personally, though, and he's all like, you know, is he talking to Kevin Feige? Is, is, who, is he talking to Taika Waititi? Is he talking about Ryan Coogler? Like, who directs it? Scarlett Johansson, Chadwick Boseman. I can name a bunch. Robert Downey Jr. Who is he calling despicable? <laughs> like, he, well, like, it really, like, degraded to the point. He's like, oh, he's taking the high road. like, oh. Oh, no. No. <laughs> he, he just flipped the script on that one. Oh, uh, and then he, then he, then Bob Iger, the head of Disney, goes, and I, this is a quote. If they want to bitch about movies, it's certainly they're right. Wow. <laughs> it's like... Did Bob Iger, the head of Disney, just say bitch in an interview? He got angrier and angrier. So. Yeah. But like I said, it just broke down. Okay, so I just want to hear someone read it in a Mickey Mouse voice. Yeah. That's oh, all I want in oh, life. Oh, I thought if they were a bitch about oh, movies, they were a bitch about Okay, we need to get Andrew in here for that. Okay. <laughs> okay, but my, I, I can see his point because, you know, we can, as as fans of Marvel movies, we can just say, oh, whatever, you know, I don't. I don't agree with Martin Scorsese. I don't agree with Francis Ford Coppola. I think that they're great directors, but they're wrong about this. Like, those movies have their own value. Yeah. But when you're somebody who works on those movies, somebody who's poured his life into those movies. Yeah, it's, it's really Somebody who's friends with yeah. people who have... It's personal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because the people, whatever you feel about those movies, a lot of people have put in a lot of effort and a lot of years yeah. to make those movies as good as possible. Yeah. But for instance, a lot of people give Thor a lot of shit, but in my opinion, that was like a Shakespearean film done by like a person who's like made their living, uh, Kenneth Branagh, like making live action adaptations really for like the screen. Fair enough. Yeah, Kevin Brawlow was but amazing. I didn't yes. enjoy the Thor character until after Ragnarok. I get right? that. That's freaking dude. That's, I get it. I, I thought it was I hilarious. I loved that Thor. <laughs> he was, he was ruined Thor. by Ragnarok. So, no, no. no. I can't Rag, Ragnarok is the only good standalone Thor movie. Okay. It's, it's, it's a good standalone. It is a good standalone. Yeah. I will say that. I think uh, the second one, Dark World, does require um, a, like a lead in from the first one to really going to get what's going on but I think you can kind of get Ragnarok almost without it yeah. so I'm, maybe I'm, with Avengers I'm going I'm to do with a unpopular opinion here I hated <laughs> Ragnarok fair enough I, moving I on really hated Ragnarok. I, I could do it with or without Ragnarok. Ragnarok I thought it was trying too hard to be funny and I yes. get that Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth was trying to flex his proverbial muscles like his yeah. muscles well, as well as his actual muscles <laughs> he was trying but, to take, take, have less time with his shirt off <laughs> but nobody wants that <laughs> we just want shirtless Chris Hemsworth. So he continues with, and I'll, this is the last thing I'll say that he said. He says, uh, you're telling me Ryan Coogler making Black Panther is doing something somehow or another less than what Martin Scorsese, sorry, he go, Marty Scorsese. Marty? Marty. Or Francis Ford Coppola. Hey, Marty. <laughs> hey, Marty, you still making those movies there, you Marty? those movies with Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah, get Frankie in here to make some movies with you, Marty. <laughs> have, have ever done on any one of their movies. Come on. Yeah, I said it. And I want to, I want to take this one step higher mm. than Bob Iger did. Are you take the high road? Martin Scorsese made Hugo. That movie was horrible. Wow. <laughs> okay, my mom liked Hugo. I never saw it, but my it's mom liked Hugo. horrible. I don't know. I've never seen it. I've Francis, never even heard of it. Francis Ford Coppola made Jack. <laughs> the Sorry. movie with uh, Rob, Robin Williams playing a 40-year-old man playing a 7-year-old boy. So deep. Like, when you basically make that fucking cotton candy filler of a film, how dare you call a Marvel movie yeah. despicable? despicable. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like jealous. one of these situations where, like, like remember that guy that basically got the free money for, for beer? And then, like, the the reporter that dug into him and found out that he had, like, racist tweets. And then, it like, he released it and the internet dug into him and found his racist tweets. It's all like, <laughs> Marty and Francis. 
Before Franny, man, Marty and Franny. Before you walk Marty in, Marty and Franny, Marty Frankie. and Franny. Uh, Franny, I like better. Marty and Franny. Before you walk in and start talking shit in other people's movies, make sure your back I mean, catalog is clear but, as shit. Yeah. But here, here's the thing, though, is when you do that, they also put out um, The Departed and uh, Godfather. Okay. So yeah, he like, also made Godfather three. Goodfellas was amazing. If you're attacking them for the fact oh, of, if what, you're attacking for the fact of, like, they I'm make really looking forward to Irish. If you're attacking them for the fact that they make way too many of them, then Godfather Three, right there, Franny, is a reason why you should shut your fucking mouth. But here's here's the thing about the, the racist tweets and all that stuff. It's it was different times, and it was before we became woke culture. <laughs> So, oh, God. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I'm not saying that I'm excusing the racism of the past. I'm just saying that there were a lot more people saying it because a lot more people were unaware of how horrible it was. Well, so people didn't realize that that stuff would stick around forever. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. People were unaware that Twitter kept records. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the people didn't realize that the internet didn't well, go away ever. Oh, had... man, they didn't know Bar- Barbara Streisand. Like, oh, the Streisand effect, yeah. You can't yeah. undo the internet. Wait, so when you clear your cache, it doesn't clear from the internet. What? No. Wow. No. Oh, so oh, weird. So, and now so with the weird. cloud, we're fucked. <laughs> so, the next thing we'll talk about at Disney, and this will actually make Monica very happy. I saw you eyeballing this. I saw you eyeballing this in the on the list. So, Hocus Pocus. There's been talk about the sequel for a while, mm-hmm. and it looks like cool. shit's happening. Now, this is not oh a reboot. Okay. Shit's happening. It's not a reboot. Like, like with me is... and my family, this is like a, a, a yearly, a annual thing that we watch every Halloween. So we watched it already. It's, it's, it's great. It, yeah. It's a sequel, but I heard it's also a prequel, and I don't know if that rumor's true or not. I don't. That, that's not confirmed yet, because they haven't even started the script yet. But it's very exciting. But How are they going to get they younger? Do, if they do it right. <laughs> They that's just a, that's don't the thing. just don't bring in Sarah Jessica Parker. No, no, because oh, okay. her face just got longer as well, she aged. No, no, no. Well, you're you're witch. They're witches. <laughs> they use aging potions to yeah. make themselves uh, get, look younger. What, what so you're you forgetting. bring them in at their current age. Well, no, no. It's, and then at the end of the movie, they get the potion, and you just bring in themselves from the 90s So it's, it's even better than that. If you make it a prequel, it actually leads yeah. into the original movie. Because if you remember... That's what he the, just said. No, in the original movie, before it starts, like yeah. when it starts, they are old. Yeah. And they basically suck the essence from the so, daughter yeah. to become youthful. That's what I mean. You don't have to bring in the older selves. You just end them as the way they look. There's no problem whatsoever because, again... That's really mean. <laughs> they're, just, they're already. Older. I mean, it's been like what thirty years? Twenty, Roughly. twenty or thirty? Twenty. I feel old. No, thirty years. 30 I watched years? it as a kid. That movie yeah. came out in the I saw, early. 90s. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. yeah, it's been like thirty years. Yeah, I'm you're really, old. I'm really upset at that film <laughs> because it made me find Jessica Sarah Parker hot. She was hot back then. Jessica Sarah Parker was hot. Sarah yeah. Jessica Sarah There's nothing wrong about Whatever, it. I matter. still think she's a very handsome woman. So she is a very so, pretty woman. She's so a beautiful it's, horse. It's yes. exactly. Pato knows. It's, <laughs> it's very important to note that if you want to be able to watch this movie when they eventually finally finish it and make it, which will probably take forever because Disney's making so much shit. 1993. It will have to... Oh, wow. It, it will so, have to be... Oh, so it has to be 2023. I was 10. 26. Yeah. 2023. 25 years old. Oh, 20, oh, I see. To have 30. Wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing about this though, it, it's it's coming out to, just came to Disney Plus, and now well, they have not confirmed that Bette Midler, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, or Kathy. Nijami, Wait, they haven't confirmed that they're back. Here's the thing: what? they haven't actually reached out and confirmed with them. But all I know three I've heard that are desperate all on for money. Board. No, all <laughs> three all have on board. all three have stated it. Be, like in the last like two years, that they are down to join. They're so down the to clown. That, the fact that Disney wants them and they want to, mm-hmm. it's like it's just a matter of time. They just got to write the script, and make sure it works Was what that they want the to last do. Hocus Pocus I, don't, convention. I don't see a point of making the movie if you don't have all three of them back. Yeah, I agree. If they go Although, really, really prequel, they could do Dumb and Dumber uh, when Harry met Lloyd. So why why would we do that? Why would we do that to a good movie? It's Disney Plus. It doesn't have to be a good movie. It right, has so to be content. Kathy and Jimmy has if they want lost subscribers, a lot they want of weight. And I think she's had some work done. They can just do a Thor suit. But she looks beautiful. <laughs> well, she was beautiful in the movie. She was always, yes, she was always beautiful, but first she looks all, especially good now. First of all, all of them, all three of them, Bette yes. Midler included, were all gorgeous. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I Bette Midler's still gorgeous. No, no, I'm just saying, like, in she, that movie, like, like uh, every... Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm so sorry. Okay, Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker was hot. She was hot. Her face got longer. 
It's from all those salt Downgraded licks <laughs> and apples that fetch her on the range. Yeah. I, I agree with I Justin. I still think, think that she's cute. I think she looks road hard and put you, away wet. You don't oh agree God. with Justin if he says she looks cute. He said beautiful. Cute's different than beautiful. Okay. I think it's a Farrah Fawcett effect agree, on actually. Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, she aged and it didn't go well. I don't I don't see what you're... I, I don't agree. Look up Farrah Fawcett now. Or, well, before she's she dead. died of butthole cancer. She, she died at the same time as... Uh, what's his name died? Uh, Michael Jackson. Same day. Really? Really? Yeah. It, it overshadowed her death. Wow, oh, that is horrible. It did. It, like, wow. it was an hour, like two hours after she died, they announced that he died, and then no one gave a shit about her no death. No one talked about it. That's no. so sad. That's well, she got like two seconds in the news, and it was like, Michael Jackson like, said. Two yeah. weeks yeah. later, they talked about it. No, not even. No, it, they did. There it was took a, lot a while. Of, there was a lot of um, media coverage another, for like two weeks after. Another life ruined by Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> How many is he going to take? First, it's Macaulay Culkin, then those three guys in that movie, and that. So, I just saw Macaulay Culkin at the. Yeah, he's recovering really well. Like the last few years, he looks great. He looks super wholesome now. Short hair, he looks sweater, horrible. Like like five years ago, yeah, when he was on the back in acting. Ah, there's some talk about them coming. Yeah, I think they're doing like a new Home Alone. They're talking about maybe doing a Disney Plus Home Alone where it's like. Okay, I really hope he doesn't do that. I I (laughs) I just want to see him. I want to see it as Home Alone with him as an adult. It's his kid. Mm. It's his kid. He's all like, he's like. No, I completely understand what happened to my mom, and I don't. I'm not angry at her anymore. And like, she's there, and I just want her to look over me all like, see. Motherfucker, it happens. Yeah, See, but, my, and then, my, uh... but the, thing, the difference is she had a lot of kids to deal with, and he only has just the one and yeah. still forgot. No, she only had the one. No, but oh, she had two. They two. But they had a bunch of kids going for a trip yeah. all at the same time. No. It's a thing. So there's a lot of mass confusion. Want, she had an excuse. I want but family reunion again. I'm saying there's only one. I, I think misplacing your child in New York is always a bad idea. Well, not oh New York. God. We'll go back to the misplacing original setting. Misplacing your okay. child in any setting is a bad idea. Yeah. It's, Wait, it's like a soft reboot sequel. Did they I love it. And I want to say that as a parent. He got on the wrong plane. He got on the wrong plane. I want to say that as a parent and as a parent with ADHD and as a parent who has terrible memory. And a kid with ADHD? Consistently, I am terrified that I'm going to forget my kid somewhere, and it has been 12 years, and that it's never slowed down. I drive my car, and I look into the backseat of my car just to make sure the baby seat isn't in there, and then I immediately go, wait a minute, was the baby seat supposed to be in there? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's not uncommon that you might think you might lose your child. Mild so, panic attacks multiple times a day. So moving on, though, having a kid sounds healthy. Yeah, it's really <laughs> healthy for you. I will. Let's go into the, the, uh, the dumb shit of the week. It's a, it's a segment that is relatively new, just for the end of the show. Do we show. have a jingle? Uh, it's the dumb shit of the week. Yay. Yeah. So, in, I thought that was everything we were doing so far. In Sacramento. <laughs> no, no, no. The whole thing's been pretty good so far. I don't think we really had anything like stupid or horrible. 450 foot guitar. I think that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, so, in Sacramento, there is a reporter on CBS 13... Uh, Good day, oh. Sacramento. You you heard about this? Yeah, oh, man. So I know exactly this, what this is. This idiot is doing a going to a car show, and they have old classic cars, and they have new cars. And he apparently got into the site really early, so there was really nothing for him to do. Early access. So he literally was like filming like B roll and stuff with him running around the convention like he was like a, a kid playing with Hot Wheels. And at one point, uh. Uh, he does an interview with this guy. That's so professional. Right? He does an interview with this guy from, I think it was, uh, was it Ford? Yeah, Ford. Showcasing a brand new Ford Explorer. And after he does the interview with him, he basically climbs onto the display area and then jumps on the hood of the Ford Explorer. What the fuck? He's jumping up and down. Someone off camera is all like, get, get the fuck off the car. Dilly dumbass. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and so he's like, on the camera he goes, oh, I guess I'm in trouble. And then, yeah, and then he was. And then threw it back to the station. Now, it's really interesting about this because a lot of people would basically be like, he, he did get fired. So, Jim, Jim wait, wait, wait. so this was live? This was live. Oh, man. So, what uh, an idiot. So this how, is basically is a go-fuck-yourself San Diego He's an moment. adult. He's a goddamn adult. He's probably like in his <laughs> mid-20s to like 30s, I imagine. Well, is mid-20s these adult? days, I don't consider no. them as adults. Uh, it, they're adults. You can buy me a hot dog, man. <laughs> they so, can drink. That doesn't make an adult. So the... the, the, the the actual uh, event space, the person running the, the auto show, actually contacted and complained about the situation. Okay. And they're like, you know, they went out live and said this is an isolated incident with a rogue reporter. No vehicles were actually damaged, which is pretty good. Because they 
told him to get the hell off. Yeah, but he already jumped on the hood, though. But, like, first of all, could have dented it. this is not a paid advertisement to Ford Explorer. They did not give us a Ford Explorer to try out, but... But if, if they're if, welcome to... If a dumbass reporter <laughs> jumps on the hood of the brand new Ford Explorer and it doesn't leave a dent, I had a jerk sit on the hood of my Jeep Wrangler... And it still has that little divot in it where his butt was. <laughs> and it's like, so if a, if a reporter's jumping on it, well, maybe I'm he, impressed. Maybe, maybe he's, he's very small. Yeah, he's 50 pounds. Still, yeah. <laughs> it was just a butt. The guy had his feet prepped on the on the bumper. It wasn't like he put it on his weight. So, I mean, it just depends on the vehicle, like how it's built. But so, It's not built for tough. So they called, ah. they, they basically talked to the, 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 um, the company, the, the, the dealer, what do you call it? The, um, Auto show? No, the, the TV station. Hmm. After the TV station, we're all like, hey, you know, this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> he's not a lot This back. fucking this guy. Fuck. This fuck. But I want to make a quick Hey, Frankie, get this guy over here. <laughs> hey, Franny and, and uh... Okay, and Marty, Marty, we're Marty. making a movie about this Ford Explorer this guy. fucking Ford Explorer It's guy. called Jack 2. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a young kid playing an old guy. Jack meets Hugo. <laughs> so, I think Jack might have actually beat Hugo in the box office. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, but, so... They still talk about it to this day. I know, right? <laughs> but, uh... So the, they didn't actually ask for him to be fired. I want to put that out there. The the auto show did not go out and be all like, we want blood. They just were like, like hey, just don't let this fucking guy come back. And well, It's kind the, of embarrassing for the station. The station, yeah. the station oh, yeah. cut him loose. The station came out and was all like, that guy does not work here anymore. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're a reporter and you're jumping on cars during the thing, like you're asking obviously you don't know what you're doing. First yeah. of all, Sam Shepard still has a job. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Was it Good Day L.A.? Sam Shepard, the entertainment correspondent, who basically deserves to lose his job when he compared Samuel L. Jackson on live TV as uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, like, like, you have a commercial in the Super Bowl. And he's all like, what are you talking about? You got the you got your commercial. I, I They make fun of that all the time. He goes, apparently. wrong black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He And it's just, it's live TV. And, he, he's, and Sam's all like, well, let's move on. He's like, he's like no. No. <laughs> was it not Sam Shepard? I thought it was Sam Shepard. I don't think it was Sam Shepard. Mm. Can you look it up? It's that fat face motherfucker. <laughs> I can't stand the guy. It, if, it, if it wasn't I could Sam Shepard and Sam Shepard is listening, I am so sorry. I'm not sorry. You guys work in, in broadcast television. Fuck you on your news stations. You're part of what's wrong with this country. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I stand by that. Yeah. Oh, good. But no, it's a... Uh, it's just one of those things where they do these stupid things all the time, and they don't get fired. They make horrible gloves. They make they're like uh, Sam Rubin. Sam Rubin, thank you. I got half the right. Sam Rubin. <laughs> he did, he <laughs> literally just Sam Shepard slightly offended them. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm sorry. So Sacramento. So which means that there's going to be a lot of government stuff going on. Yeah. So at some point, this guy would be interviewing. You know, I don't senator. I don't think so. Uh, governor, think something so. like that. Well, no. Here's my point. They're sending him to auto shows. At some shows. point, he might do this. And if I'm he's going to freak out at an auto show, him. then, like, what is he going to... Rides the, the donkey would, Yeah, yeah, stands on one of the goats. <laughs> but he jumps on a politician's lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd go very far. In what are you going to do for me, Santa Claus? I'm like a kid in a candy store. Get this guy the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just, like, things like... Uh, Send him to my room. Like, someone asks a question. <laughs> God. Someone asks a question at the White House, and he gets his press pass pulled. And like, I mean, these assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they do these horrible things and they're still able to have their job yep. except for this one. Right. And this one's gone for yes. now. Uh, you know, to be honest, <laughs> in, in an industry like this where there's tons of people that are want to be in that field, I don't. I have no sympathy for someone making a bad call. Now, if he was told to like stir shit up yeah. and he maybe just went a little bit too far and that comes out, I have flipped, and I am now on his goddamn side. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, we're basing our opinions on the facts that we know now. Yeah, this stuff is this is pretty recent. This is yeah. pretty fast. I mean, a couple days ago because it's it's Monday, <laughs> and we are filming this live, and, and no I'm new still information definitely popped up during the weekend. I refuse to look at it when I saw it in my feed because I'm just that kind of a guy. You know, other other podcasts will like come out and say. When they're actually filmed, yeah, because they're, they're no, because changed. they're quitters. This is <laughs> say that things might have changed since they like, yeah. you know, recorded. This is Monday morning, and I'm having whiskey with my cornflakes. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised whiskey, that please. after you did that whole special on the impeachment, nothing has come out to basically refute anything that I've said. Ooh. It's only come out to support it. Okay, <laughs> like more stuff has come out, but it's all like, yeah, that's the shit I talked about. Oh my god, uh, did you listen to what's his name's uh... Uh, Taylor's? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I didn't listen to all of it, but I did listen to some of Sunland's, and I was all like, fucking I, I knew it. Oof. 
Ooh. But I always knew Taylor was gonna Ooh. was gonna turn. I, th- I mentioned that. It's a good possibility that Taylor is the uh... the second one. That's why I said second whistleblower. Well, you think he's the second one? I think he's the second one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the first one. Fair enough. Yeah. But moving on, I think this is a good place to end it. Uh, final notes uh, before we move on, because the next time you guys are going to hear us, we'll be at the next, the actual ultimate episode of season four. Uh, and we'll be drinking blackened whiskey again. Mm. With different people. With different people, with different opinions. Yeah, but this is a little better because we just cracked the label. And we did just crack the label. Mm. But thank you guys again for trying out this awesome whiskey with us. Uh, thank you for having me. News, of course. And you can always say... You were in part A of the final episode if the other people try to brag. That's right. Part A, not that lower B. Right. The initial picks, basically. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not like who was available Wait, on what a, if, I mean, what a Monday morning. Up for the <laughs> you, you can't. Oh, okay. right. You've got it. I know, you, I know you'd want to, but I want a different person's opinion other than Rick. Well, I mean... I could come up with a different opinion. You just show up with you have like a mustache on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I am Tim Newman. I'm here to drink whiskey. I am Tim Juss. <laughs> I'm Nitsudge. <laughs> I'm Mr. Nitsplix. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for coming on. I'm glad you guys were able to enjoy this with us because the, one of the, my favorite things about a good drink, a good whiskey, is sharing it with people you care about. People who basically will appreciate the flavors and fuck those people in the next session. I shared this with you guys first because I love you guys more, even though I'm going to say the exact same thing to them. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 Okay, get a clink in the camera. There you go. ASMR. We'll see you guys.